right, hey guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show. Hey, guess what? This is all about you. I woke up this morning just like I did yesterday and like I will tomorrow, hopefully. And I'm thinking to myself, hell yeah, let's do this thing. What do you got going on? Where are you sitting right now? Let's start there. How does it feel to be where you are? Woo. How much stuff are you going to do today that kind of fires you up, gets you excited? <laughs> Can you imagine what that would be like? Think about it. Can you imagine what it would be like if you could actually, tomorrow morning you wake up and despite all the stuff you have to do, there's some stuff you're like, well, hell yeah, that would be pretty cool. And then you're kind of thinking about it, and then you got to get an idea about it. Next thing you know, it's like, yeah, let's do it. We're doing it. And then when you get done, you're like, can you believe we did it? So then you repeat it. And the only reason you repeat it is because of how cool it is, how great it makes you feel. That's the only that's the only thing that's lacking in our lives, right? Doesn't matter. I mean, let's face it. It you're doing something. You're going to be doing something from the time from now till the time you die. That's just how we're designed. Can you imagine how cool it would be if you could actually wake up and say, "Hey, uh, we're doing this." Oh, and by the way, I really friggin' love it. It is the best thing since sliced bread, man. It is the it's your juju. It's where you get all your energy from. And I I mean, I get it. I understand. It's a hard concept. It's like, so what you're saying is, is that if you plan it out, if you actually think about why you make your choices, instead of letting the world make those choices for you, you could actually, you could actually map out a life where you don't have to give up all the shit you love so you can work your life away to pay for all the crap you have. That is the, that's the gist of this whole story. And why do you suppose it's not happening? Well, there's a couple of reasons. There's a few reasons why it's not happening. There's a few reasons why we just can't seem to say, hey, Chris, slow down. Wait a minute. That doesn't make sense to me. Why would I go in debt for a big-ass truck when I just paid this other one off and it was fine until I drove by the dealership? All of a sudden, I got a crazy idea in my head. Like, oh, yeah, that'll be the best. And how do you know that? Well, everybody knows that. Come on. You tell anybody, how would you like to have a brand new truck, big old 40, whatever tires you have on it, just beasty old noisy truck, right? You'd be like, yeah. Just like that shit happens, you can do it another way. You can spend some time thinking about you and going, you know, hey, Chris, I think I want to learn how to do jujitsu, right? Hey, Chris, I think I need to watch my weight. I need to be a better husband. And you just look at it and you're like, can you imagine how good it would be? Could you imagine how good it would be for my wife to wake up and me to look at her and she to look at me and we say, you know what, I trust you with my heart. I trust you with everything I am. You know, it scares me about this whole proposition, this whole game, this movie that's playing out, this, this uh, reality TV that we see. Is it it's really difficult to wrap your head around where it's going. And even more than that, it's real difficult for most of us to wrap our head around how important it is for us to appreciate where we are and to make the most of what we have. You do realize that someone's baby died today. You do realize a husband is crying today because her, because her, his wife was buried in stone. And then, of course, the question comes to, and, and then we are trying to figure out why we hate them. And then on the other side, of course, the other side is 
you you walked into someone else's neighborhood and you just decided, hey, listen, let's go ahead and shoot some people. What the hell is wrong with that? What is what the hell is wrong with you? You realize you're killing people just like you. Had the world turned just a different little bit of a different direction, you do realize that that man is just a, he's a dad, he's a husband, he's a he's a father and a friend, an employee. Just a little girl, just a little girl playing with her with her dolls. So what does this have to do with you? That's the world, right? And part of what I've always said is the the world, you need to be careful about what you take in. Let me ask you this. Can you imagine a better purpose than to decide within yourself, you know what, I'm going to be the kindest, most appreciative person in the world. I'm going to wake up every day and the first thing I do is I'm going to close my eyes or I'm going to open my eyes and I'm going to say to God, thank you for everything I have. Thank you for everything I have become. Thank you for everything I can become. Can you imagine how much better your life, your day would go? Can you imagine how much better your life would go if you looked at your partner and you grabbed their cheeks in your hand and you kissed them gently on the lips and said, you know, you are the best thing that I ever that I could have ever had in my life. And I promise to be kind to you. You know how freaked out your your partner would be? There you are, you're going through your routine. All of a sudden you go losing your friggin' mind and he's there and you grab him before he goes out the door and you grab him by the cheeks and you say, I promise to be kind to you today. You know how good, he's going to be freaked out at first, but then you know how good it's going to get? And then, of course, you follow through. That's, that's, that's where it needs to start. It needs to start with the people right around us. You want to know the problem? Oh, yeah. There's definitely a problem. But the good news is once we talk about the problem, we're going to talk about the solution. You ready for it? All right, this is probably going to press in on a few people. And I guess that's just the nature of the conversation. But let's go ahead and look at it. Um, let me ask you a question. Uh, how many things are you going to do today that involve improving some aspect of your life? If you were to just take a look at yesterday and the day before and the day before that and the day before that and think about the pattern of your day, how much of that day is spent where your focus is solely on you? Where you wake up and you're like, or at some point in the day, you just say, all right, this is Chris time. Don't bother me. I'm thinking about me. I'm thinking about the decisions I've made. I'm thinking about where I am and where I'm going. What do you think it's some sort of rocket science for these amazing people to do amazing or normal people to do amazing things? And that's not the truth at all. Think about it. The, the Wright brothers, I go back to them because they, I just have this vision of me being right up there going, yeah, let's say, let's shape the wing, right? Let's try canvas, right? I'd be right there in it. So I, I can identify with that, but... When you take a look at, at anyone who's just obscure, right? They're over there and they're just like out in their own zone and then they're doing their thing and all of a sudden they become like novelties and it's like this crazy idea. And what happened? They're flying, right? Now, what, what do you suppose would happen if you applied that same concept to you and say instead of spending all that time on any platform, any place that does not involve your life going in a specific and better direction to improve your position, to elevate the quality of your life, the question would be, why the hell not? See, the bottom line is this. When you wake up every morning and 
uh, you want a better life, the first step toward that is to think about you. Because it's all about you. Every bit of it. Every choice you make, everything you eat, everything you bring in. And the question you have to ask yourself is, can you spend time focused on you long enough to accomplish that thing you want to change within you? And I guarantee it's not exactly easy. Let's talk about that. I mean, let's face it. How many times a day does your phone go ding, 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 vibrating? And what do we do? Oh, just a minute. I can't imagine the amount of conversation, the things you could learn from your parents. If when you sat down at a table at dinner and you're sitting there having drinks and dinner out, that you turned your phone off and you looked at your parents or your mom or dad and you asked your dad how old he was when he when he got his first car, how old he was when he got his first bike, or how did it feel to be his age back then? What was different, right? You spend some time looking at your mom going, hey, why do you always do that? And she says, what? You always cut the end of the cucumber off and then you rub it before you throw the end away. How does that start? It starts with appreciation. It starts with appreciation for who? For you, for focus. You have to be the most interesting person in the room. You have to be the most interesting person in the room. When you look at everyone in the world that you want to spend time with, the number one person should be you. And in order for that to happen, you got to change some stuff. Start listening to the right voice. You know where that voice is? We'll talk about it. All right, so there's this there's this monstrous, monstrous push to to live our best life, right? To to friggin' have everything and and to be beautiful and to all these ideals, right? And of course the premise behind all these ideals, all these choices we make is to make us happy. Right. That's what I mean. You bought the house. It's like, well, you know, we need a house. And of course, that house would really make me happy. So you you buy that house and um, and then you accessorize it. And before you know it, you're swimming in your life and it's centered around this single purchase. Right. And I'm all for that. If it's making you smile, I'm all for anything you would ever choose to do that would make you smile, make you happy, make you understanding and forgiving and yielding and and easy going when you're out and friendly right but guess what i don't know where you're looking but where i'm looking that's not anything close to what's happening everybody talking about god and the end of the world and oh this and that and they're talking about what they need to do it's funny how quickly we separate and we become selfish as soon as they we get the hint that there might be something going on I mean, let's face it, there's a there's another side to that story. Can you imagine if something went on, all of a sudden there wasn't enough food, instead of being selfish, you said, hey, come here. Come here, you guys, come here. Listen, we're going to sit down, we're going to talk about this, and we're going to take care of each other. I know you. Cover me, cover me, right? What do you think would happen? You wake up every day, and let's say you don't even want to go that far. Let's just imagine for a second that you spent enough time with you to realize it's okay to smile no one ever gotten, I mean, you can look at someone and say, oh, hey, how you doing? My name's Chris. It's funny. I walk around these stores, right? And, and I'm, I'm starved to have a conversation with human beings. I guess that's part of the reason that I do this. I have shit to say, and I want to hear your story, right? How many times in an average day do you actually speak to someone or enlist a smile or a response or engage someone you don't know in activity or in a conversation about something? And the answer is... 
Why the hell not? They're that That's your backup. The guy in the grocery store, that checker that seems a little different than you or is a little different than you, that's your backup when the wind comes in and blows your house down. When the earth shakes or the water floods, that's the guy that's going to say, hey, did, how many kids do you have? Where's your dog? What's it look like? Where did you see it last, right? I think we need to realign our focus. Are you a good person? Do you view yourself as a good person? Well, there's a way to check that. There's a way to check that to see if actually just how good you are at that endeavor. You want to learn how? I guess it'll it'll uh, it'll definitely make a make a difference moving forward. <laughs> when we come back. All right, all right. Let's go ahead and get into this thing. Let's talk about it. All right. So, see, I think the problem that we have is um, it's really easy for us to to lose sight of ourselves. How many rabbit holes do we go down on an average day? You know, when I talk about the amount of time we spend distracted. And, of course, the other the issue is the information we take in. Let's face it. There is, there's absolutely no truth in the world. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring something to your attention, and, and you, can, you can weigh in on it however you want. But here's, here's a, an issue for me to establish the argument that you don't have anybody taking care of your ass, right? So let's talk about, let's talk about the political environment and how much re- hell we raise and how committed we are to the lives of people we don't even know when it comes to our political heroes. Think about this for a minute. Now, I don't know if you know this, but there are libel laws, food libel laws in the country that say if you, like if I were to talk about an additive that's in candy or something like that, negatively, they could actually take me to court and then I would have to prove that my statement was true, which is contrary to any court, right? But of course, that law is in place. And and the question we have to ask ourselves is, why is that law in place? Is it to take care of us? Is it to make sure we we are taken care of and the answer is hell no it's to make sure that the that we don't go saying hey listen that product in that bag that i got from the deli smell like ass you know that'll get you in trouble right that'll get you in trouble someone will sue your ass and the question brings so how is it that we can believe that these people we elect these people we put so much effort we throw our money at them because they're like us even though if you can you imagine i mean some of the, these guys and their conduct if they conducted themselves that way at a barbecue with you and your friends you'd whip his ass or her ass but the bottom line is cuz he's cuz he's president or he's the as a, a candidate for president or he's this or he's that or he's just like me he has the same color hair or whatever the deal is we just say oh okay that's a good idea and how do you suppose that happens or again how much time are you spending looking at his shit versus looking at your stuff how much time are you spending going oh listen chris yeah yeah i am putting on a little weight hmm it's bothering me i'm gonna think about me i'm gonna think about my big fat belly i'm gonna think about how i used to look how good it felt to have biceps and to be able to work out and you know it kind of added some energy and some flow to your life right that level of commitment not too much just enough and then from there you launch into something else yeah that's that's not bad right now i wouldn't say this if it wasn't for the fact that there are there is some good news right we've we talked about we you know where you are right you know exactly what you're doing today the good news is there's an easy way, a system that you just have to jump into and do for a while. And when you get your first win, you will you'll pretty much say to yourself, well, hell, that worked pretty good. What else do you want to use that on? And before you know it, you're going to be exactly where you want to be. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're ready for it, but it'll definitely do what I'm saying it will when we come back. 
All right. I keep, I mentioned how, well, how do you, you know, change your life, change your life. And everybody's going, I don't know how, I don't know how. And what's funny about that is that's probably the biggest myth that we have cooking here. And that's the biggest reason you're not moving in any direction. So you do know how. The truth is there is a reason your life looks exactly like it does right now. There is a reason you wake up and you do the things you do. And it isn't because you just sat in one place from the time you were 18 till now and it just happened around you. You made decisions and you picked directions and then you executed and you followed the steps. And before you knew it, you built that house. You have that house and you built that life around that car and that job. And, and if you're like most people, your plan is a simple one. It's to work your ass off until you're too old to work anymore and then to sit your ass down in a chair, drink too much vodka and eventually die. Oh, a little harsh there, but it's actually true. So you know how to put an, uh, put a plan together. You're following a plan. The problem you're having is that the plan isn't your plan. And I now that I mention, I kind of get nervous here. I'm thinking, well, maybe there's a libel law about talking about the trademark, the American dream or something. I don't know, but that seems to be what I'm talking about here, and that's what we're following. So how do you change it? I don't know. You just get excited about something else or get excited again. doesn't matter what it is. You, you'll recover, and, and let's just face it. Okay, let's just imagine that the most worst thing in the world could happen and you lose everything. You do realize on the scale of things you don't have shit anyway. I mean, think about it. One million dollar lawsuit that's lost, one judgment, and where do you find yourself? So back away from that whole idea of, oh, my God, I don't want to change anything. Wake up. I mean, there's a reason for you to get excited about it. Because you imagine if you sit around and do nothing and then it happens anyway. There you are. You're 62. You got just enough money. You're getting ready to go traveling around the country in your new RV. And then she hits somebody. They sue. And the next thing you know, you're living in an apartment. Subsidized living because of a judgment. Oh. All right, let's get how do you do it, though? That is the point. How do you get that ball started? And it's the same way you got everything going that you do right now. Let's face it, the reason you own a house is because you thought about it and you shared that information with other people and you got their input on it and then you came back and you considered it and then pretty soon it became a, a story and you started imagining how good it could be and what the benefits were. And of course, before you know it, you're kind of investigating and you're taking action, small steps at first and then before you know it, you're like living in that big ass house. And then, of course, now you're working uh, five, six days a week and you're paying bills. And, and when the house is paid off in 30 years, maybe not because the interest rates are at 8%. So you have to finance four times to get the interest rate down. But by then, the finance charges will kick your butt. And then uh, what would happen if you just said, you know, every morning when I wake up, I'm going to figure out how I can go fishing more. And then throughout your day, you take a look at, at what you have in your life that's keeping you from going fishing. You take a look at the, the job you have, and you take a look at the things you own and the and the debt you have and every aspect of your life, and you wonder, compare it to, how is that helping or hindering me from going fishing? And if it's hindering you from going fishing, then you have to evaluate, well, why do it, why is it in my life, right? And this is where the confusion comes in, because... I guarantee you this story about how amazing life is when you're living in debt, when you're working your butt off every day, you don't know you're living from hand to mouth, the pennies are gone, right? Every month from month to month, you're barely getting by. And of course, you don't have any idea what the reason is or why. That's what I'm talking about. How good is it? How good does it feel to be where you are? 
Ready to change it? Do something that scares you. Do something you haven't done. Maybe like start investigating some crazy-ass idea. You know how you can tell it's crazy? You just share that idea with the people around you. Just say, hey, listen, I've been thinking about being a, a raft guide. I'm going to raft guide in Colorado in the summer, and then I'm going to teach ski lessons, snowboard lessons in the winter. And there you are. You're, you're a kid from Oklahoma City, right? You know how people be looking at you? Like, you're crazy, right? But you just keep thinking about it. And then you look at books about it and read articles about it, and you realize, wait a minute, that's not bad. Let's see, you get to hang out with pretty girls. You get to drink beer and be tan. You get to be the hero in both cases, right? And, of course, there's the downside. Just don't get the retirement. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. The birds don't seem to starve, so I think I'll be all right. There'll be something that might come my way. And if not by then, I'm old anyway, broken down. It's not, I don't, I don't need too much. I'll just go rob a bank and, and go to prison. That'll be fine for me. <laughs> and that's a little that's a little ironic, but it's true, right? The only reason you're not rocking in the direction that you want to rock isn't because you can't move the ball. It's because you can't keep your eye on the ball long enough to find it. There's a reason you can't stay focused on anything for more than about 15, 20 seconds. That's why we're so irritated, all right? I mean, think about it. It takes a microsecond for your computer to boot up, and there you are. You get that crunched-up look on your face because it ain't fast enough. We get stuff at such a, a pace right now that's like, wow. And then we wonder, well, you know, I, don't, I can't seem to get focused. Well, how much time do you stay focused? How much time do you focus on focusing? And if you're honest with yourself, you don't. So how do you get the ball rolling? Let's go ahead and rock and roll this thing. Let's get this thing going. Put the pieces together. Call it a day. All right, so here's the deal. If you can't, if you can't see it, you will never be it. That's the bottom line. And what's funny about that is the reason that you are where you are the reason you may have woke up this morning going, God, I wish today were already over, isn't because uh, you couldn't have made a different choice. Because you could have. You could have woke up this morning going, man, I'm sure glad we made the decision to sell all that shit by a sailboat. Look at the sun reset. Look at the sunrise, right? I mean, that's as, as viable as to what you chose. And, of course, the reason why you chose what you chose is because it's easy. And you're familiar with it. It's like, whoa, okay, so how do you do that? Oh, yeah, I know how to do this. I know, I know how to go get a loan from a banker. I know how to get in debt. I know, I know they're going to throw me a party when I show them, tell them, sign the paperwork and go into debt for $450,000 and then have to work for 30 years or maybe never even get it paid off because of the divorce. Take a, take a loss on that big investment, that perfect investment that we all are so into, right? First step to getting anywhere is to look at it, to say, all right, I think I'm going to go here now. And, of course, the big two big things that are stopping you from moving in any direction is what? It's acceptance and it's fear. Now, from the perspective of acceptance, I you don't know how many people I've talked to, how many people I've met and had conversations with where I say, is there anything about your life you would change? And their adamant answer is, oh, no, no, I wouldn't change a thing. Oh, my love, I love my life. And I'm looking around at the smorgasbord of opportunities and choices in life. And I'm looking at this guy, and he mows a lawn. He works 10 hours a day, six days a week. Um, he's tired. He's not exactly the most pleasant person to be around. But I ask him, is there anything about your life you'd change? And he says, no. If that isn't the <laughs> – <if that, laughs> I mean, what do you do with that, right? What do you do with that? And the answer is when you are – 
when you're comfortable with where you're at and you've accepted the level of where you're at and you have resigned yourself to believe in that this is the way it is according to whatever vision you have for yourself, that's as far as you go. And that's the most amazing part about it for me is I'm the crazy one because my friends used to watch me bounce from this to that to this to that to this to that to this to that. But I look back and I think, damn, do you realize every bit of information, every bit of knowledge, every new thing that I ever tried still exists within me? You realize that every ounce of information that I've had were either directly connected or, or, or subtly connected to my success has built me or has brought me to where I am right now. And I don't know. Again, of course, the conversation comes down to success. When it's all about you, if you're not defining success by your own standards, you're missing the mark. That's the bottom line, and that's where the real battle comes in. See, this isn't an issue of you not being able to get shit done. Think about it. How much shit do you do every day right now? All this is is a conversation about, okay, so you're doing that shit, right? You're in your zone. Why not kind of line that shit up with shit you love to do? I mean, if in your heart you're thinking, man, I should probably lose weight. I just don't like, I don't like to feel great about me. Then do whatever you need to do to feel great about you first. Because guess what? When you show up in the world, the world's going to go, damn. The world's going to go say, hey, man, look at her, right? If when you become great within yourself and you turn all that noise off outside, the world will hand you, the universe will hand you everything you need to get there. And, and what's cool about it is once you start moving, you're not going to stop. And how does it begin? It begins with a story. It begins with you talking about you, talking about what you love, talking about what you would like to do, talking about things you can't imagine. Where do you start in all that? Well, that's the trick, and it's easier than you think. All right, we're going to get into this. And you know what? I just got to tell you right now, there's some of you going to say, well, no way, bullshit. And I'm going to tell you, yeah, now that's exactly how I do it. So, you know how I get going on anything? You notice I'm sticking this podcast out. Do you want to know why I keep showing up here every day? It's because I'm lying to myself. I got this biggest, the biggest lie in the world cooking right now. In my mind, number two things are going on. I'm thinking, you know what, this is important stuff that needs to get out. And more than that, I'm thinking in my mind that just right around the next podcast, around the next corner, someone's going to say, hey, have you heard this guy? Damn damn he makes some good points right yeah i heard him talking about how why it's how it's better to do what you love to do than what you have to do yeah that's crazy huh who ever heard of that kind of shit (laughs) it's all about a big lie it's about the story just like everything else i'm and far as the jujitsu i don't know if you know this but i do jujitsu i'm worth learning it i kind of like to get prepared before i go into a formal setting i kind of like to have my ducks in a row a little bit so that i can get an idea of what's going on i don't want to go in there not flexible not ready right so i'm over here practicing jujitsu and what's the story behind that when i go in i learn as quick as i can see i want to take full advantage of those classes but i don't want to spend more time than i have to learning and the only way you demonstrate that you've learned is to execute right so you show up at a gym where they have the credentials right they have the authority to to elevate you to assign you a a a status right so you go in there and you perform these tasks and people go wow look at that and you're just putting pieces together you got this image in your mind and of course because the image is so cool you uh just like roll with it right and before you know it well there you are and the reason you're not there is because you don't have a story around what's your story what's what's that big thing you work on every day not because you have to but because you want to 
And then your answer would probably be, well, I don't know. I get, I go drink some beer and I went barbecuing. I get to go fishing twice a year. Yeah, I mean, the guys get to get, the, get together and get drunk and, and went, but twice a year. Yeah, but other than that, I work my ass off like everyone else. Hmm. Doesn't sound like much fun to me. Imagine what it could be. Imagine what it, what it could look like. Imagine, just for a second, just let's just pretend, of course, you know I'm wrong, so that's okay. I, I accept that. But hypothetically, let's just pretend that you were actually able to imagine something in your life that you could, that you could get your, sink your teeth into, you can get a hold of and really enjoy see some real benefits from. I got a couple ideas for you. How about that relationship? How about that relationship, that commitment you have for that person that you share your life with? You know, the one that keeps telling you, hey, listen, you know, every once in a while I'd like to have some help with dinner or, hey, every once in a while I'd like you to help me with the kids while I get, or maybe the vacuum cleaner or I don't, I don't know, whatever you're, whatever you're hearing, whatever your partner is telling or asking for. Can you imagine what would happen if all of a sudden you just decided, well, you know what, maybe I'm just going to start being better at this. And not for not for her, because of course you don't even like her ass. She's pissed you off more times than you can count, and you're just like trying to survive, right? It's cheaper to keep her. Maybe that's not the case. I don't know. I mean, I'm just being hypothetical here. But let's just imagine for a second that you got an idea in your head that you're like, you know, I think I'm gonna become amazing. I'm gonna make her really just love me and wonder what the hell I'm up to. And all of a sudden you decide to be a great person for you. And it was all about you. You make decisions and you're thinking, well, you know, if I am nicer to her and I help her more, then I might be able to get to do more of the things I love to do. Because let's face it, if you're cleaning the house and you're making her life easy and then you say, hey, listen, I want to go disc golfing with my friends. What do you think, baby? She can smile. She can say, oh, yeah. And if you have strife or you have conflict in your relationship, right, it isn't because it's not, it's not possible to eliminate. It's simply because if you take a look at what you're doing, it's not the kind of things you need to be doing if you want to eliminate the conflict. See, in order for you to accomplish what you want to, you have to kind of come together and decide what it is. And it can't be based on what everybody else is doing. Why does your life look like it does? Why, do, why, do, why are all the things that are in your life in your life? That's not a question we spend a lot of time asking ourselves. I, I guarantee most people will never sit down and go, why does my life look like it does? And the reason for that is because it's, this is as ingrained, the, the pattern that we take, it's as much tradition as it is anything. We have been doing this so long that this is the one way, right? And if you were to if you were to change that, like Sandy and I did, we traveled around the country in our RV for seven years, sold the house. I don't own a house, I rent. I'm liking it, right? But the conversation that came back to us from that was, oh my God, oh my God, right? And But the reality was, and had we had Sandy and I listened to the conversation as we were preparing for this journey, we were talking about it, and we were getting the opinions of other people. And of course, all of the opinions were the same, and that is that anyone who owned a conventional home, we got two we got two responses. One was the concerned look, like maybe we'd spent all our money and an RV was our only choice. Or the second was, um, oh, oh yeah, we want to do that, but it's not a it's not a condition or it's not a traditional or a, a dedicated committed statement where there's actually some commitment behind it. It's just a way to confirm that they're okay with what we're doing and move on. Now, what would happen if you were to say, hmm, what I like to do is I like to be outside more. So when I look at my life, what things can I do to give me access to more time outside? And one of the things I could do is eliminate all of the other obligations that are less important than spending time outside. And that's what RV life did for us. See, when I had that big house, yes, granted, I had a big house. And according to that standard or that established goal, I had achieved it, man. I had the house. I had, I had more boxes of shit in my garage than anyone you would know. 
I was right there, right there, midstream American dreamer. But then I started thinking, well, you know what? What I really like to do is I like to mountain bike. And, and then, of course, I talked to my wife, and she said, well, you know, I really like to travel. I don't, I've never traveled. I've never lived anyplace else. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I started comparing that to where I am. And I started realizing, wait, well, okay, okay. Let's see, I'm making 35 bucks an hour. I'm going to retire. And then I have a choice. I can sit on the porch of my house and make sure my lawn is perfect and do all these things that, that I've done for so many years for the rest of my life. Or I could say, all right, I have an opportunity here. I'm going to get rid of all this. I'm going to change directions. I'm going to do something I haven't done. Something I need to learn at. Something that challenges me. Something that causes me to have to climb uphill. And I guarantee if there was anything in, my, in your life that will make you climb up its hill, it's, let's transition in your life from a house to an RV. You want to know the good news? The good news is that it's the most amazing experience we will ever have. It was awesome. I mean, I would definitely do it again with a few changes. But, yeah, hell yeah, why not? And why did we do it? Because we couldn't stop thinking about it. We kept talking about it. And before we knew it, we had all the pieces of the puzzle together where we realized it was possible. Not only it was possible, but it was a good choice for us. And it was in that moment that where we wanted to be became more valuable to us than where we were. And that's when the action took place. That's when we started moving and, and looking at RVs and planning it out and starting to get all the information, right? That same concept can be applied to any aspect of your life. And where does it start? It starts with you. It starts with you shutting all the noise off just long enough for you to say, all right, what would I like to accomplish between now and the time I die? What would I like to do? What experience would I like to have before, between now and the time I die? And then just fill in the friggin' blank. And it's okay. I mean, I've got to tell you, it's okay if you're wrong. Don't even worry about being wrong, right? Because truth will prove itself out. When you start talking to you about what you like, you're going to figure out what you like, and you're going to know what you don't. So you might get down the road on some idea and think, eh, I don't think so. I don't really want to, I don't really want to live on a catamaran because I don't know how to sail, right? So you rule them out and you just keep going. But the ticket here is to keep thinking and adding information that you don't have to your life. How do you do that? I do audible. I've got a hundred and some odd titles that I've listened to more than once. Some of them seven, eight, ten times, right? And the reason for that is the only way for you to expand your horizon to expand your knowledge base. And what's ironic about that is you could have nearly a degree in any discipline just simply by getting a library card. Because between the audible books and the printed books and the digital books, there's so much information in there you will never be able to consume it all. And yet, what are we doing? Oh, that's right. We're doing TikTok. We're on Facebook waiting for likes. And somehow or another, just because of that, your life doesn't change. I have, I've got a lot of likes, and I'll tell you what, there is not one of those likes that have amounted to shit. And, of course, that's the other, that's the other fallacy in this thing that, we, that we've been told and we believe, and that is, think about it. How many people do you know are friggin' immensely rich on social media? They're just the amazing superstars of social media. And the answer is none of them. You don't know anybody who's rolling like that. They're like, hey, I got my check. Yeah, it's $20,000 for the month. Now, is that to say it doesn't happen? No, it happens, but it certainly isn't happening at the rate you think. You know what I feel sorry for? I feel sorry for all those young girls, 20, 21, 22, throwing up pictures of their parts up on who on uh, on social media, on, on TikTok, and, and down the road they're going to find out that it's just there's just one of millions, right? Is they're all over the place. It's like, well, that's that's not really – in order for you to create a demand for something, there has to be a shortage in it, and there's definitely not a, a shortage of those pictures. 
right? Those videos. So I don't know. Turning it all back around to you, when you're more excited about where you want to be than where you are, that's when you'll start moving in that direction. That's when the ball goes down the field. How do you get there? You spend time dreaming. You spend time daydreaming. You shut all the noise off, and you spend time looking around and, and dreaming, asking yourself, what if? Looking at the crap you're doing, asking, why am I doing What am I actually getting for busting my ass? Oh, I get to go home on Saturday and do the yard because the yard's full of leaves, and you can't have leaves in your yard. I mean, God forsake. I mean, God forbid. Of course, the idea would be, do you love raking leaves? And, of course, the answer is no, but you love trees, and, of course, you have trees. And uh, Yeah, right. Go fishing, man. Go fishing. probably don't realize what this is about but and i mentioned the big lie and then i was thinking about it as we were moving through this and and it dawned on me you know the truth is i see myself standing in in a stadium with 50,000 people i do and i see me saying what i'm saying and and opening the doors on this thought right because that's all this is this is just a a different idea about how every day should go and in my mind that's going to change some things that's going to make us appreciate who we are who we have in our lives what the possibilities are for us because granted as much as as stuff is going on around us and it's not it's not by accident it's not just random you have to understand that while you look at it as just something that's been going on for years these this information you're taking in it is designed to do something it's designed to tell you hey think like this believe this if you want to get a true handle on what it takes to exist, and more than that, what it takes to be inspired by the life you live, you kind of have to start talking to yourself. You kind of have to start turning it inward to you and the people you love and say, listen, we can do better. Let's see if we can find some ways to do better. And I promise, just like Sandy and I, before you know it, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to be like going, damn, if I'd have known it was this easy when I was 20, I would have already gotten started on it. If you want to go any place in life, you got to build a story around it. You got to be able to see it. You got to be able to get excited about it, and more importantly, you got to feel it. If you're not excited about something to the point that you just get all happy in your britches about it, you're probably not working where you should. So, hey, listen, I appreciate it. Don't forget to share, like, tune in, or subscribe on Podbean to the live show. I do that about twice a week. Sorry for the delay. Been busy doing other things. Hey, listen. Until next time, my name's Chris Hawkins, and this is your best. Life Defined. Have a wonderful day.